Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The Self Love Club, a place where boss babes share their stories to empower women. Welcome to the Self Love Club podcast. I'm Val Crawford and you can find out more about why I've launched this club at valcrawford.com. I'd love for you to join it and trust me, it's not like a cult or pyramid scheme. It's literally just a club where you can come hang out. It's going to be a fun time. Join me for a podcast series where we'll hear the stories of girl boss women who are doing super cool things with their lives. We'll find out how they've done what they have, their self-love and self-care practices, and they'll share their tips to empower you to live your best life. Spiritual healer and businesswoman Gaia Chania, aka Soul33, is my therapist and features on the Self Love Club podcast monthly for our series Love Lessons. We cover a range of topics and you can submit questions, areas you'd like us to cover by DMing me at Belle Crawford on Instagram. This episode is focused on 12 truths to live by and things we need to understand about life. Gaia, welcome back. We're always so excited when it's Gaia's turn again on the Self Love Club with our Love Lesson series. And this time we're focusing on some 12 truths to live by, uh, things that you sort of wish you had learned earlier. Absolutely. Like, you know, you know the number of people I see as clients. So this this 12 truths that I have just jotted down for all of us is something that I'm applying to my day-to-day life because I meet all kinds of people from every walk of life, from every issue you can think about, from people who are suicidal, from drug abuse, child abuse, all kinds of things. And this perspective that I've written these 12 truths on is is from everybody. It's not just from me. And so I wanted to go through this with you guys because Sometimes we don't even know how we should be thinking or what we should be doing or what's right or wrong. And just having some general guidelines um, is really helpful for me. Like I've got this written in my diary as well. And so I just wanted to share them with you. Yeah, great. Sounds good. So now I picked 12 because 12 is quite a significant number numerology wise. And if you're religious also, you know, in the Bible and all of that. But it's really about self-realization and having belief and purpose in your life. So that's why I've picked 12 of them. So I'm going to start with the first one. And we're going to talk talk about them really briefly, but they'll just give you a good overview of what these mean. So the first one I've written, and I, I really wish, and you know, your parents or whoever looked after you as a child always would have done what they could for you. But I really wished at school, teachers and the people that we were around asked us to question and find out who we are in terms of like getting to know yourself. Because there's one thing to get to know yourself about what makes you happy, but what about the things that upset you and what are the things that trigger you and what are the things that motivate you? We, we start questioning these things when things start going wrong, but we never sit there and think about it like at the initial stages of our life because then when stuff happens, like you know, we talked about on the breakup podcast, someone leaves and you're like, oh my God, I, I hate being alone. I don't know what makes me happy. But spending some time to actually get to know yourself, spending quality time with yourself to know what you like, what you don't like, um, who you like being around, what you're good at. Because you think about it, when we're born, right, and this is not anybody's fault because we come not, well, we do actually have a lot of wisdom within us, but we come and we need guidance. We need our 
caregivers to look after us and show us what's right. But we do adopt a lot of our parents' likes and dislikes in the beginning or whoever looked after us because we don't know who we are. Mm. We Like, I remember, this is my you laugh, the first concert I ever went to was Cliff Richard. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but I have to say, I really liked him in a nine-year-old yeah. because my mum loved him, you know, so, but... Now I probably wouldn't go and see, <laughs> see Cliff Richard. But you, you've got to, you know, you've got to have these experiences and it would be great, like, for the mothers and the fathers that are listening out there, ask your kids, what do you like and who mm. do you think you want to be? And, you know, some I remember talking to a friend about this who's a kindy teacher and she said, you know, some of the kids at her kindy will say, I want to be a truck. But, yeah. you know, she had to explain that you can't <laughs> actually be an animate inanimate object yeah. but just to really question it and get to know who you are that's the first thing you should really do before you embark on anything else mm. the second one look after your body now your body is so incredibly wise like I don't come from any medical background at all I'm always about the bigger picture and spirituality as well as being very level-headed about everything but you know, looking after, I was saying this to my sister last night, looking after your body is like a full-time job that nobody pays you for mm. because, you know, you've got your teeth and your eyes and your everything. And your body has so much wisdom. So whenever you have pain, like I've been having a bit of sensitive teeth thing going on at the moment, I question that. Like, why Why am I feeling sensitive in my mouth? Is there something that I actually need to say? Of course, I've been on a realistic level to the dentist to check. Dentist is like, no, you're all good. Just rub some sensitine on it. <laughs> I know. But really question your body. The reason why I say that is because I get a lot of clients who come to me who have left ailments for too long. And these can be ailments like... Um, you know, they have a sore ankle. But for me, anything to do with the ankle and knees is a fear of moving forward. And so Louise Hay has amazing work around what your body ailments mean to you. But really question and look at your body, look after your body. Like mm. people with addictions and things like that, there's a reason why your body is feeling like it needs to be addicted to drugs or alcohol or whatever. And also, you know, I don't want to talk about this too much because it's so morbid, but after the events of Christchurch, you know, this is how your body responds to things. Like that mother who flew over from Jordan to see her, to attend the funeral of her son, had a heart attack and died in Christchurch. The emotional response of your body is so strong. And so when I say look after your body, it's not just the normal things like, health, diet, all of that. It's the energy and the mm. trauma and where things are stored in your body. Like I know my body really well now to know like, okay, my left ankle's uh, you know, playing up. This is what this means in my life. So get to know your body really well and look after it. Um, the next one is, and I, I want to get your opinion on this one as well, because I know that you've learned a lot over the last couple of years. There's so much more to life than what you think. Mm. There is so much more to life than what you think. Now, I, I said this to a client the other day that when things are happening to you in your life, don't just look at the actual event that's happening. Look at the greater meaning of what is happening to you because 
shit happens and it's painful and it hurts. We get rejected. We get fired. We don't get the job that we want. We don't get the person that we want or we think that we want. Whatever it is, there's so much more at play. So there are lessons within our life and you need to look at the patterns at what those lessons are that keep reoccurring in your life. Now, another thing I've learned through clients is that sometimes lessons skip a generation. So when I'm working on a client, um, I usually will pick up what sort of lessons they, they're having. And so a, quite a common one that I pick up is abandonment issues. So someone has left them or someone has left them alone to fend for themselves. And often, not often, well, once in a while, I'll get a client that will say to me, oh, no, I haven't really had that um, in this life, but mum has had it. Mum was abandoned. But you, we carry the blueprints of where we come from. So um, just make sure that you you question what's happening to you. So if something you perceive to be as negative happens or it's usually not a negative, it's, it's because you're not meant to be there, you're not meant to be doing that. Do you have anything to share with that bell of things that you've realised for yourself that there's so much more to yeah, life? Yeah, definitely. Like often when things happen, like maybe, for example, I shared something about a breakup recently and it was like at the time, yeah, it's yucky, but so much can come, like perspective is a great thing. And looking back, you're like, oh, you know, it was like, I thought that was, you know, a really big deal. But then you look back at what you gained from it. So sometimes, you know, what you think your life's going to be isn't, it, it works out being even better than that. And so much good can come from, come from something that you perceive to be bad. You know what I mean? And that's, that's what right. I look at is like the growth from something you think is crap. And then you look at your life a year on or whatever. And you're like, wow, I didn't know life could be like that. And no. it's all from something that you thought was a bad situation. Exactly. And like, you know, doing the work that I do, some things are destined for you. Some things are destined for you. Like, I often know that, you know, there's certain things that a person will achieve in their life or, or have in their life that the other person won't because the other person's got other things destined for them. But what a lot of people, and, and I've been, you know, sometimes I get caught up in this as well, is a lot of people want to know how. How is it going to happen? How am I going to meet that person? How am I going to get mm -hmm. rich? How, am, how is it going to happen? You've got to let go of that. You have to let you go of that. You don't need to know everything. That's yeah. right. And it's dangerous to know everything. Like, I'll give you an example. I had a client come a couple of years ago, young, beautiful girl, and she had been married, divorced, and had moved on with the partner's best friend, the ex-husband's ex best friend, all by the age of 23. Oh, my God. All by the age of 23. So I had to look into her spiritual background to see why is she in such a hurry to achieve everything and do everything. And she was really upset that I couldn't give her all the hows of when and how and what. And, I was, and, I was, and this is what we all have to remember. I read a book by Teresa Gatting many, many years ago when I was about 24. And she says in there, life Life is short, but it's also for a very long time. Mm. And so if we're lucky enough to live that long. And so let go of the hows, like I said. The hows are your lessons, the how you get there and all the shitty bits in between. Mm. That's what makes you stronger and more mm. resilient. And, 
you know, you started this podcast because of some things that have happened to you. Like actually more people need to speak to other people who have something to share and, and have a place where people can go to listen to what um, wisdom your yeah. guests and stuff have and what you have. Yeah. But let go of the hows. So important. You do not need to know everything. You just have to really, and I'm going to touch on this point, you just have to have faith. Yeah, I think it's just learning and I've, I I think you get to a place where eventually you just know that everything's going to be okay and know through going through things that it's going to, like, it'll all work out all good. Um, And the one thing I will say, though, because I've been told by you and someone else that they're like, you know, you've been like, this year you're going to meet your guy. And I'm like, <laughs> I I have my, and I've been really good about it because there have been a few different people popping up yeah. and I've been like keeping it in a really good zone. But then like my friend made a comment to me. She's like, because you've been told that, are you like side looking at them and like, are you the one? Is this the one? Like, so I'm a little bit curious, <laughs> but know. I'm like trying to keep it like, no, it'll, yeah. if it's meant to be, it'll be. And I often tell my female <laughs> clients this when they come, especially if it comes out of my mouth, like, oh, you know, you know all, I, all I say is timing. <laughs> is not up to any of us. Yeah. Whoever just shows up when they show up and sometimes it can be in the most <laughs> random places. Like, oh my God, I had the best week. Do you know what happened? So a couple of years ago, I had a client come and she was in her, she's about 42. She's a regular client of mine. And out of my mouth came, you are going to have a baby girl. And she was like, how? I'm like 43 and I live at home with my parents and I've been single for like 10 years, whatever it was. And I was like, I don't know how, man, but you're, you're having a baby one. girl. And she, so she left it. And then <laughs> I didn't see her again for age, for like six months. And then she comes back and then I'm working on her. I'm like, have you met a guy? And she's like, yeah, I have. I was like, I really feel that this is the guy that you're going to have a baby girl with. Anyway, Belle, she just gave birth to a <gasps> baby girl. Oh, that's so exciting. So it didn't make sense at the time because she was going, how? When we'll, you know. But did she try, did she sort of try work it all out or did she just no, let it happen? No, she let it. And yeah, that's why it that's happened it. so quickly mm. because within 18 months, it's like her whole, everything she'd wanted for so all of cool. this time. And that's how I know if you just let go of the how yeah. and just take, like I always tell my female clients, just take everything I'm saying with a grain of salt. And just it's to give you hope and faith to carry on and not just give up and think, oh my God, there's no one for me yeah. and, you know, my whole life I give is a waste. I'm going to be alone forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's, it, you know, the information comes through for you to give you hope and to keep you carrying on. Mm. But in that instance, it happened so quickly for her because she just couldn't, it was almost like, how's this going to happen? <laughs> like, yeah. I just, she just like, no, there's no go. way. Yeah. But, and that's the way you should be with anything going mm. on is just let that how go and just remember all the bits in between are the lessons so look at the lessons and understand that okay the next one now this is a thing that I have had major issues with is being controlling so I my personality is controlling it's aggressive it's driven I can be very confrontational but that's actually not who I am who I am is actually a very sensitive um, compassionate person. And I have to figure out the balance of that in life because I can't let controlling Gaia take over everything because that's when things start to mess up is when you think I can control that or mm -hmm. I'm going to make that happen. There are some things we can do that with, but most things we can't. And again, that goes for le goes about letting things go. And also to drop your defences, unless you're playing sport. Okay, yeah. So it's like... <clears throat> We naturally want most people, and remember this is general stuff, so most people will want to stick up for themselves or feel like 
you know, oh, that person's attacking me, taking things personally. Mm. And so try and just be open to things and open to other people and and release your need to control everything. Like I keep my controlling nature now out of my relationships and more into my business and businesses and things like that mm. where it's needed exactly, more. Yeah. But just to be open and this doesn't mean that you're not protecting yourself or backing yourself. It's just about being open to things. Don't You don't need to see things just in the way that you want to control it. Just be open to shit, mm. you know, really be open to stuff. Because I see a lot of issues with people um, trying to control everything. And then when it backfires, it's like, oh, my God, I can't cope with this, mm-hmm. you know. And so it's really important. This is all to, to look after your well-being that I'm saying all this. The next one, this is a really interesting one. So if you're in a relationship, I want you to sort of think about, you know, or if you're not, times where you've got an argument or where there's been a problem or even at work with issues. When there is a problem, don't blame someone else. Okay. Now you're probably thinking, well, they did that to me. (laughs) Yeah, probably they did. But whenever, and I look at this whenever I have a problem with work or there's some problem coming up where I have to, and someone, there's someone else involved, another party involved, don't blame that other person. Look inside you to figure out why has this problem come up? What is it about me that's attracted that problem? Because there will be a lesson in that. So look at yourself and and if you're sabotaging an issue or something, but really question yourself as to why this problem has come up and don't blame everybody else. I see this a lot. Like, for example, um, I had a client in her 50s once a few years ago and she was very upset with me because I had picked up that she was single and that she had no children um, and I knew that her soul wanted that, but her personality personality was so controlling and she blamed all of her ex-partners for not being good enough for her. It was a very interesting situation. I learned a lot from the situation and she didn't actually look within herself to think maybe actually these things I need to change about myself so I'm not attracting people who are causing these problems yeah. in my life for me to not be able to get what I want. So she got mm. upset with me for confronting her, con- confronting her on that, but that's what she needed to hear is that don't be so quick to blame others for yeah. your for things that happen, like especially work situations when there's conflicts that come up or whatever, or relationships, you know, having problems with your husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. Um, look at yourself when a fight comes up. Mm. What is it? What is it that you're meant to learn? Uh, the next one, this is really important. Tell the truth. Yeah, I was always told, like from, it was drummed into us by my parents, like, always tell the truth. Like if you don't and you get caught out, it's just going to be way messier later yeah. on. You're going to get in way more trouble. You're just going to always tell the truth. Yeah, you, you do. And I've learned this the hard way too by not being, not that I was being deceptive or lying. There are two, you know, you're not, this is not about that. It's about being brave enough to tell the truth. Yes. And not worried about what people will think of you or what the consequences are. Because like you say, you will get into a massive, who, mm. if you don't actually speak up sooner. And this goes for, especially at work, I'll give you an example. Mm. Um, recently, I saw someone, beautiful person, 
who was very upset because there were rumours being spread about her at work. And she she couldn't bring it to her boss to tell the truth about how she's feeling. And so she's just miserable. Her body's depleting Aww. and all that. So I said to her, you need to go and speak up and say, my truth is, is that these rumours are not true. I'm not blaming anybody, but I am just sticking up for myself. What I was talking about before is, mm. you know, drop your defences, but go and just speak your truth yeah. because at least it's all out on the table. And and there's a there's a time involved as well. Like timing is quite good with truth as well. So you will know if you're really in alignment and connected with yourself to be able to speak your truth at the right time. Like there are things I will love to share with you guys at some time uh, that's been happening in my personal life and I will do that when the time is right for me. It's just that I don't feel like the time is right for me to speak that truth right now. Mm. So that's not lies or deception. It's just about speaking it's about It's just picking when. your timing as well, which is totally fine. Exactly. When you're ready to talk about about something. It's just like how you talked about your eating disorder. Yeah. Right? You know, you brought it up. It was 10 years later. Yeah. That's right. You brought. It's not that you weren't telling anyone. It's just that you needed to be ready to bring that out because you're using that as a platform to help other people. Mm. It's not like a big ego thing. It's you're using your experiences because there's so many other people in that boat. Yeah. So tell the truth. Don't be frightened to tell your partners the truth, your children the truth, your co-workers the truth. There's a diplomatic way of doing it without blame and, and not picking fear as the, you know, yeah. this is what Love Lessons is about. It's always picking the love. I'm telling the truth because it helps me and you're going to get help from the other person when they understand you. Mm. So really important to tell the truth and get both sides of the story also. So if you're like the work situation, if you're going expressing your truth, listen to what the other person has to say about why this rumour is going around or, you know, just be open to that and, and yeah, pick your timing for your truth, but always tell the truth. Mm. Um, listen. Now, listening is a very interesting skill. Now, when I talk about listening, because my senses and a lot of people's senses are really heightened in so many ways, listen to what people are actually saying. So a lot of people, especially now in this day and age when we're we're reading stuff a lot, like we're, you know, it's messaging through Instagram, mm. it's emails, it's text messages. There's a lot of stuff lost in translation. Mm. And so listen to what people are saying and in in, in your ears, audially, in your, you know, what they're actually verbalising with you, but also listen to their body language and listen, read in between the lines because sometimes you'll know someone's really hurt and this is what they're saying. Or like I remember once uh, someone years ago, um, she was, you know, I won't say what she does because I'll keep it vague, but she was, she, I was going to her for a service and she was, her face was all smiley and happy, but I knew something was wrong. So I grabbed her arm and I said, are you Okay. And she burst out crying. So I listened to the cues of what was going on around her. And I, I often experience this as well because I do get a lot of clients messaging and um, and wanting to see me straight away. And I do my best, obviously, to get back to people. But sometimes you just need to listen to what I'm saying also. So I'm trying my best to see you all and that you are important to me. Mm. Um, and so don't feel like you're not being heard and 
I don't want the person that you're communicating with to also not feel heard either, but in every way. So really attune your listening skills, skills because that's how fights and things come up because someone will say something yeah. and then you'll interpret it like, oh my God, that person hates me or you know they want to break up with me or whatever. I got told a really good tip when mm. you're having like potentially like an argument with someone yeah. or you're saying how you feel. One thing to do is like, so someone says something to you and you actually say it back how they, like you say it back first mm. and then you can like, because you've they've had time then two times to understand what they're talking about. Yes. And that actually apparently helps like an argument so much if you just repeat what the person said. Yeah, because that's also a form of acknowledgement as mm. well that you have been, that person has been heard. Yeah. But, but it really attune your listening skills to what, people are actually saying behind the words. Mm. That's hard. It requires a little bit more thinking and yeah. a little bit more of your intuition, but it's really important to hear what people are saying and what you're saying. Listen to yourself. Mm. Um, this one is so important, and I get this all the time with clients. You've got to back yourself and be confident. Nobody else is going to do that for you, so you really, really have to believe in yourself like I from my perspective and my views there are many lives but there's only one life as Gaia and there's only one life as Belle and there's only one life as whoever and you want to be able to back yourself to do the things that your heart's desire your heart desires and to make sure that you follow through with it don't like I, and this is the truth, I don't follow many people on Instagram who are in the same industry as me not because I don't value what they're do they're doing or what they're saying. They're incredible. But I just want to be in my own lane and not compare myself to others and not to feel like I'm not good enough than that person. And so I just want to be confident in my clients and whoever listens to this to be confident in your own skills and own gifts and don't feel like, oh, my God, you know, if you're an interior designer, I'll never be as good as her. It's like you don't need to be as good as her. You just need to be as good as you are, you know, mm. and as, as good as you you believe yourself to be. That's only as ever as good as you can be. So just make sure that you really back yourself and be confident in who you are. And I was talking to my guitar teacher about this this morning. This goes with this. It's like your ability to improvise and fake it till you make it because he's a musician. Mm. And sometimes you just have to trust yourself so much to know that you will get to that point where you feel incredible. But sometimes you just be like, right, actually, I'm just going to put myself out there and see what happens and work from that. Yeah. And you've got to have that faith to be able to do that because it's really important. Because don't miss out in life because you're too scared about what you might look like or what other people will think about you because you don't feel good enough. That's just a reflection of your own insecurities. Mm. Nobody's actually really thinking that. And if they do, who cares? Yeah. And I think a lot of the time is you think you can only do something once you reach a certain point. Yeah. And it's like, no, you'll get there, but like learn along the way. You exactly. Know? Learn yeah. along the way. So take risks. Like, you know, we're already up to April now. You know, the year is flying by. Mm. Next, before you know, it'll be 2020. And we were like, oh my God, where's the year gone? <laughs> so whatever you've been thinking about, like if you've been wanting to start a business or try something new, just do it now. What are you waiting for? Mm. Like there's never actually, you know, we often over plan things. And like you said, you know, is it the right time to do it or whatever? But there's, you can plan a little bit, but like, you know, having children, for example, everybody always says there's never a right time. You can never be plan, you plan enough, but just take the risk and believe in yourself and do it. 
The next one is another major lesson in my life personally is patience. Mm. Really. Yeah, I've had to learn that one a lot. Being patient. And the way to wait is wait actively. And so I've learned this where, you know, I've sort of been saying the same prayer or goal since I was 18, like the things that I want in my life. And it's only recently (laughs) that I stopped and (laughs) let go of certain part of it because I was like, okay, is this ever going to happen? <laughs> but when I did do that, I actually, a few months later, I actually got what that thing was after all of these years. And you're like, I finally stopped asking I for it. Stopped. And so this is what I have learned with patience. When you want something so badly and you've been looking and going, please, God, whoever you're praying to, if it's just goals, whatever, um, say it once, say it like you mean it, And then this thing of letting it go and just be patient about it. Because the more that you're like, oh, my God, is this ever going to happen? Is this, is this, um, you know, I don't see how it's going to do it. It's just waiting for it because you've got to give the universe time to actually create stuff and bring that person into your life or whatever Mm. it is. And also, in my experience, the longer that you have to wait for things, especially like businesses and stuff like that, it's usually because there's something better coming and it needs that time to actually brew and work. Like kombucha, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The longer that you brew it, the fizzier and better it is. Yeah. But it's a waiting game. You know, you have to be patient and allow things to happen. You can make things happen to a certain degree and then you've got to stop and let it go and just be patient. And patient doesn't mean sitting around waiting, twiddling your thumbs, like, la, 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 when's it going to happen? Do stuff while you're Mm. waiting. Do stuff towards that thing that you wanted um, because that will all help support and and the universe will hear, oh, yeah, Belle actually trusts us that it's going to happen for her and she's doing things to support that thing. So just you have to be patient. And this also goes with clients who, you know, I get a lot of clients who, you know, I want to see you now, I want to see you now. But I always believe there's a reason why sometimes some people have to wait for a while to see, especially someone like me who – Sometimes people can't handle the truth at that time when they come. So these are certain things that need to happen in your life and to your body, and that requires patience before you come and and have certain experiences mm. in your life. Some things can't happen too prematurely, so you just have to be really patient. That's a really hard one. I've struggled with oh, that yeah. a lot. And when you want something a lot, it can be really hard to wait, but then it's – you sort of understand once it does happen, you're like, I, you understand why, why you had to wait and that's, it was actually worth it. That's right. Yeah. And it was absolutely worth it. And you have to really just trust that because it's so, so hard. And let me tell you, when I divulge my personal stuff to you at some stage, you will you will be like, Gaia, you are the most patient woman in the world. But <laughs> it's like I know for a fact that thing, certain things have to happen before you get what you want. They mm. have to happen. It just goes with the story of your soul's life. And so you need to exercise patience a lot. This is a real biggie is – Learning to love being alone, okay? And the reason why I say this one is because this is what I mostly see. And I had a very tragic case, um, a very sad case. So I've had a couple of these actually with people whose partners have left them or they've passed away and then they've attempted suicide. And the reason for that when I'm working on them is not because they want to um, pass away. Well, it's it's because they just cannot handle 
being alone. And so this is a really, you need to, if you're someone that struggles with being alone, then, and I understand like, you know, some people have children and circumstances where they can't be alone, but it's really important that you're okay with that, like taking a trip by yourself or going and eating lunch by yourself, because it's not just the act of doing that. It's letting yourself know that I'm okay by myself. So in the event someone passes away or in the event that someone abandons you or when your children leave the nest, you you know that you're okay. And it, I just can't stress this one enough because there's just, I this is the biggest thing I see with most people is that they really, really struggle being alone. And I'm meaning like totally alone. And you have to be okay with that. Not to the point where you're like becoming a recluse and can't handle being around people. It's just being okay and not needing someone to give you that external validation and the external entertainment there should be parts of you that can create that for yourself. It's like when parents, like I've got a lot of my, most of my friends are mums and sending their kids off to daycare and kindy and whatever. It's not just the act of getting them out of the house. It's also creating independence for them so they're not mm. so attached to them becoming mummy's boys or mummy's daddy's girls or whatever. So learning to be alone is so important. And if the opposite might be true to you as well. If you're someone that's too much alone, and this is quite rare, I don't see this very often, but sometimes if you're too much alone, it's probably a good idea for you to get a flatmate in and learn how to be with someone because that will enable you to strengthen your relationships. Mm. And the last one is be compassionate and understanding. This is really also very, very important. And this is what this whole this whole series of love lessons is about is understanding people like because I have to see so many people that have various issues those issues are not happening to me at that time they feel like they do because I take on that person's feelings but it's just to be really really understanding um of and, and again in conflict situations when you listen to the other person what your partner's trying to tell you is be understanding to that person like um you know, I see this a lot with blaming again, it's just, and, and especially what's been happening in, in New Zealand with the Christchurch thing is that, you know, our prime minister has want, been wanting to show the compassionate side of the country. And, um, you know, there was some backlash, which I won't go into of, of you know, we don't need to go to s such great lengths to take on someone else's religion to show our compassion, but all the Prime Minister was trying to do is to show that we are all one mm. and that there is understanding of what's going on. And sometimes you just need to be open to that. And you might have different beliefs to me and I have different beliefs to you, but I understand that and that's okay. It's almost like you agree to disagree. Yeah, it's just being understanding and ex I think it's accepting others. Like Accepting others. It's not just understanding people. It's being like, I accept you. You, you know, like that's totally fine. And I honestly think compassion is one of if not the most, most important, important things you have yeah. to you have to be compassionate i think it's such a, a beautiful quality for someone to be compassionate yeah and and it's like it's tolerance i don't really like the word tolerance cuz it sounds i don't know it's, for me there's a little bit of a negative yes i know what you mean but, yeah. but it is kind of that it's like and this is why compassion is a much better word cuz it's much softer and gentler it's just you know love your neighbor and mm. you don't you don't need to understand them and you don't need to agree with their beliefs but you, you show people that you care by being involved with something that they're doing or, you know, 
wearing a headscarf during a time of grieving in this country or whatever. That's just, it's not asking you to put your beliefs aside. It's just being compassionate and understanding and showing that you care. So those are my 12 truths to live by because this is something that, you know, I see different categories of people that have, you know, there's all these subcategories within that. But really, you know, we're in the fourth month of the year, start looking at things a bit deeper for yourself because when you, like there's a um, a guru that's passed away called Swami Savananda and, and my great grandfather was a disciple of his and he always says one of the main things in life is deep philosophical questioning. And that is questioning the things that are happening to you and, and not just looking at the superficial things because, yeah, we all go to work for money and, yeah, we all, you know, do whatever we do. But there's much deeper meaning to everything that we're doing. And we'll talk about that in other episodes. But have a have a listen through the 12 and really make notes about what your views are around around the 12 and, and start using them in your day-to-day life because it really cha- – like I've changed so much in the way I look at the day-to-day things happening because of these things that I've adopted into my life. Thank you so much, Gaia. The 12 truths to live by and things that will help us understand life a bit more. Thank you for listening to the Self Love Club podcast. A special thanks to Nick Baldwin, our audio engineer. Please subscribe for more episodes and catch up on apps you may have missed. Reviews and sharing this independent podcast with your friends and on your Instagram stories helps so much in spreading the self love message to others who may need it. To find the Self Love Club resources and blog posts, check out my website, bellcrawford.com. You can follow me at Belle Crawford on Instagram. I love hearing from you so much. Also, we've launched the Self Love Club community on Facebook where you can connect with other members around the world. We've got heaps of boss babes coming up to empower you through 2019 with weekly episodes available each Monday. Like Maddie from the 20s Club next week, Heidi Anderson after that, and heaps more. Catch you soon, babes. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.